All right, welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Weekend Edition, Episode 44. It's January 13th, 2019, and here we are. Me and Brandon are here for yes. the weekend. The weekend is our time uh, to shine. <laughs> and I want to tell you that you can go to our site, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, to read all of our written reviews for all the books that we're going to be talking about tonight, plus many more. I actually uh, caught up and revu- reviewed, if I can talk, Iceman today. Which, Lucky you. It was okay. I know that a lot of people give it a lot of crap. Uh, I thought it was better than what I expected, not as yeah. good as I hoped. That that is my right. full review. Not as good as you hear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I've heard real nightmares about it, and it it, it kind of jumped up and down and things like that. But in a mail later, we'll talk about another book that I'm still planning on reviewing, and it is the Black Order. I'm I'm just struggling. Not just reading it, just struggling to wrap my head around it. I, I really to know what it. to say in a review. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't mind it. Just don't know how to review that's it. Where that's where I'm at with the odd. Daredevil Man of Yeah, fear yeah. Book. Man, man so without the, fear. Yeah, yeah, that's the same thing with me. I was going through and we reviewed almost every book this week. We, we really, yeah, you close. know, hunkered down, got most of them done. Uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girls, another one that I can't wrap my head around and I'm caught up. I just don't know how to review some books. I'm still working on that over on the Marvel side. Uh, some things are a little different to review than others, but if you do go over there, we do have about, you know, 10 to 11 reviewed books this week. So we have a bunch up there. Again, it's weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, uh, something that me and Brandon have started recently. So we're a little fired up about that. You can also go on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics and talk to us there. We also are, wherever you're listening to this, uh, if you would want to rate and review our podcast, we would appreciate that, though we're not going to demand it or have contests based on it. <laughs> I, I always get angry at, at that. I, I love it. Where if I don't you know do, how people keep track of it. Well, if you do go over to iTunes and you see you know, certain podcasts and you look at the reviews for the podcast and if they have any sort of web address on the review or Instagram name that that's that's because there was a contest so they had to leave that yeah. so that you could get back and to me that's nonsense uh, if you're going to re- yeah. if you're going <laughs> to review it review it if you're not you're not but speaking of if you're not you're not we have a Patreon account over at patreon.com/weirdscience and we do a bunch of stuff a lot of it is DC comics for our main DC comic podcast but we're starting to put more and more marvel stuff on it thanks to Brandon uh but also somebody actually messaged me on on uh, Twitter and actually over at our Weird Science DC Twitter and asked if we had a separate uh, Marvel deal and uh, you know Marvel type of uh, what's Patreon, it called Patreon. Yeah. I said no, we we don't do that. I I would not do that. It was Jason who did over at yeah. the uh, over at the DC uh, Twitter and that seems like that's double dipping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that is kind of double different. <laughs> yeah, I would feel weird having Especially a separate deal. with the weird deal. science banner there. That's what I'm what saying. I'm saying. And yeah. just like you'd have people who are like, oh, man, you know, I like the DC stuff, but I also like the Marvel stuff, and now I have to pay again? You know, nonsense. So uh, yeah. I'm planning on and having – open up for some shade avenue, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping and planning on doing some Marvel shows for yeah. the Patreon as well. Now, yeah, one, we talked about like the throwback show. Yeah, yeah, the throwback deal, almost like the uh, Marvel Unlimited 
limited reading club thing that we started up. Reggie was a part of that when we first started the Marvel podcast, but we kind of didn't have time and stuff like that. So we're going to work on that. But I will tell you in January coming up this month, we do have an episode that will have a Marvel deal. And I might even have you come on with me and Eric because it's yeah, the back man. issues podcast. Where yeah, we I do. Do. And, and I, uh, I did the sales last yep. for last yeah. month. Well, we We have a Back Issues podcast. No, no, not yet. Mm -hmm. And the the Back Issues, the bad butts, uh, picked the Amazing Spider-Man number 131 for us to talk about. That's when Aunt May and Doc Ock got married. Oh, Uh, nice. Yeah, so (laughs) this uh, January's theme was failed or crazy weddings. And actually, they picked the Ant May Doc Ock deal. So if you want to come on with me and Eric and talk about that, we can have uh, the three of us talk about that one. Uh, also, we have an email address, weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And we read the mails on the weekend edition. We have two pretty good mails, actually really good mails uh, this week. Not from Dino, though. He, he has ditched us. Uh, he, Dino he, took a week Dino off. Dino ditched us. And, uh, we have a news is what we're going to start with here. And it's very quick. I didn't even ask you about this one, but it's Thanos Gets New Series with Gamora. And writer Teeny Howard and artist Ariel Olivetti will create a new Thanos limited series scheduled to launch in April. Series will be a prequel exploring the comic book relationship between Thanos and Gamora, which is different from the one seen in the film Avengers Infinity War. In comic books, rather than being the one responsible for killing Gamora's parents, Thanos raised her by promising her to get revenge on the alien Badoon, who was responsible for their deaths. And uh, Thanos number one is due out in April. I really don't have much to to say about it. We'll yeah. we'll see I mean, how it that sounds. Is. It sounds all right. Yeah. I mean, it, it. I don't know. I kind of, as far as I know, where where we left Thanos, his head was cut off by uh, Gamora. Yeah, this and so, so this I don't is know a, if he's it's come a back because I didn't finish. No, it's a prequel. Yeah, I, I think they're saying Infinity it's Wars, yeah. But, they're uh, they're saying more that this is giving you uh, when when Gamora was a little girl. Yeah. So they're going to explore that. I don't know, I don't know how interesting Thanos prequels are to me. I'd like yeah. rather continue his current story yeah, than yeah. go back. I, I'm not an either. So yeah. you, you I'll can, check out the first issue. You can take your Thanos. Yeah, we'll probably talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, this was one of those. I'm like, what, whatever. And I, I think I've read something with Teeny Howard that I liked enough. So I'm like, oh, whatever. It, it's not anything that's going to be like getting me jumping around and doing jumping jacks for it. Yeah. I'm not that excited. Yeah, but well, the, when I it like comes the in April. stuff with Donny Cates and yeah, Jeff yeah. here. But yeah, we have, know, this seems like a, a little different than that. And that's mentioned in the mail later as well. So we'll get to that in a little bit. But we're going to start. Start the first section of books with two books, and they're the Spider-Man books. Uh, this is the weekend Spider edition, session. so we get to have what should be—I don't know—it's it's quirkier books sometimes. Uh, sometimes they're favorites yeah, of they're one of usually ours. A little more lighthearted. Yeah, and uh, these I think you're supposed to like more. Uh, I didn't like them that much, and in yeah, fact, I reviewed these on the site. And I know that the second one, which is Miles Morales, Spider-Man, I'm the lowest by far. And it's not even like I I get the thing like I'm overdoing my my DC reviews and I'm used to being the bottom of the barrel there. I'm used to giving a book a four and the next highest or lowest even is an eight. Uh, This Miles Morales actually shocked me because when we get to it, 
I was kind of bored. But the first one we're going to talk about is Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. I don't know why I'm going on and on about Miles <laughs> when we're starting, know, with, we're we're starting with Friendly Neighborhood we're Spider-Man number roll. one. So I'll give you my little uh, thing on this is that it's pretty much by my favorite writer, Tom Taylor, and art by one of my favorite artists because it's Juan Cabal who did all new Wolverine. So this yeah. is the book that should be 100% for me. I thought that this wasn't as fun as I was expecting. And basically what Tom Taylor seems to do in this is want to catch you up on the full current Spider-Man continuity before going forward. Maybe that will pay off, but it is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man number one. I think this is where this lets you down a little bit is that you don't know all, all there is to know about Spider-Man, but this is what you do know about Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. And it's written by Tom Taylor, art by Juan Cabal, colors by Nolan Woodward and letters by VCs, Travis Lanham. Their little blurb here is years ago, a young, Antisocial Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider. The bite gave him the proportional speed, strength, and agility of an arachnid, adhesive fingers and toes, and spider sense, a precognitive awareness of danger. The tra- what are they telling us that this is actually re- – like, if you don't know this, going know. in, the tragic death of his Uncle Ben indelibly inspired him with a sense of responsibility for the people around him. He's our friendly neighborhood friendly. Spider-Man. And so uh, everybody pretty much without – really knowing too much going in like i didn't read a lot of interviews with tom taylor i'm like friendly neighborhood spider-man tom taylor i'm in so i'm expecting this to be a more of a if if it's possible a street level spider-man book a spider-man book idea yeah and a spider-man book that i was guessing that maybe will just not even deal with you know, crime and things like that per se, but more, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And also while it's going through, I think that what I expected more of was like the scene with Boomerang in here, but that's kind of what we got over at Amazing Spider-Man anyway. Yeah. So I, and it's I, almost a little behind of where and we're yeah, at. And, and, and the book. weird thing Ooh. about this book is uh, I was excited. Again, I said, Tom Taylor, all right, I'm in. After one issue, I'm almost already starting to wonder if we needed this book, if I you know. know what I'm saying. That, it, know. you know, do yeah, we yeah. need another Spider-Man book, especially because the what Tom Taylor does in this to catch us up with what's going on, you know, him being a roommate with Boomerang, where he lives, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, it makes it seem like it's not going to have its own identity, but we'll yeah. see as it goes well, forward. It, it kind of wants to be like a detective comics is to Batman, but it's almost like yeah. Spider-Man doesn't have that in-depth support staff that no. Batman has and yeah. fights crime with him that, that really, you, you know, feeds that book's characters yeah. and, and yeah. Let, and, let you explore different and areas. And so if that's, if, if you don't have that, what I also would think, which maybe it veers a little until the end, because there is a backup. And, and uh, when we get to the backup, I'll just say right now, uh, the idea that I thought Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man was going to be the book for fun. Like even that, like, OK, <laughs> Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. This is going to be the very jokey book, the very lighthearted, the very almost like I would have expected it to be even like an all ages type style deal that gets thrown out the door by the end yeah also why did they do the backup after a bunch of stuff that they end up where i bet you and i even saw tom taylor went on twitter and said everybody please 
realize there is a backup. Yeah, because most, the credits yes, pop in first. Yeah, the credits, you go to that, you know, where would be the letter page, you know, where you, you write the in. Yeah, the yeah, future the, letters. The, yeah. the letters, and then it, you may just stop. A lot of people yeah. do, especially I do. digital. I almost did. Digital is tough. Reading this, I was actually reading the letters, which is the only reason I kept yeah. going in this. Or like yeah, that because he's explaining are. things. He's, yeah, you know, and, you know, I, I like, like what Tom Taylor has to no, say. No, I so love I'm those. Check it out and read it, and, and I got to the the end of it and then i'm like oh oh more story <laughs> yeah and and if you if you have the print copy you'll know oh I, yeah that's I have. easier to know and, and yeah. the problem is you know, like i'll always check how many pages are when i first start and that the thing that gets you where most people might not be as fooled is the idea that most of these number ones are a little oversized but i did see him say hey everybody stay tuned after that letters page because Post credits yeah, yeah. yeah there is another story but the main story it starts off lighthearted enough you have spider-man he's, he's giving you his whole deal yeah, you almost about, get what you anticipate yeah it, it starts right off, off like that and he's yeah. like hey you know he gives you a little background of him and he's like hey sometimes i'm afraid but you know when i hear a scream i i gotta put that aside and and just jump off a building and swing around he ends up saving a father and daughter and she is pretty cute she she yeah. ends up getting saved and then she she like looks and gets all uh upset at the spider emblem on his you know on his suit she goes oh squish and i'm like that is pretty good i i like yeah. that it but was yeah, a cute moment. then yeah. you have the the dad's like hey i want to pay you and no 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 well if you want to give money give it down to down there some guys and a, a mother or a uh, a couple who are yeah, kind of bombs. They're yeah. begging. I I didn't want to say begging, but they're begging for money. But they're good people. Give it to them, and he, they do. But then he goes to his apartment, and you have like this weird. Now, what's with these apples? Because I don't know. They, it's it's like over the top with these weird apples. Scene. Yeah, yeah, and it happens later again because the landlord. Oh, hey, what's going on, Peter? You know, and it seems like she is trying to set up Peter. With a date. You're like, oh, man, you're always alone and things like that. And I thought, whoa, what's going on? Because obviously with Mary Jane, Mary Jane going yeah. on, but that's kind of on the sly, I guess. But he's like, hey, can you go check in on this girl down down the, uh, you know, in this apartment? She isn't coming out. Here's some apples. And he takes the apples. This girl, Lilani, uh, you know, invites him in. Peter even thinks like, oh, man, you know, you, I'm getting set up for a date. And this girl's like, hey, uh, you know, I don't like to leave my apartment because there's people after me. And, you know, right away, I'm like, OK, crazy. I'm out. But yeah, and he's like, well, well I, don't I need to be involved. Yeah, in yeah. And he's like, well, I do have connections. You know, I do know some heroes. He's like, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, Spider-Man. Oh, don't you know any better ones? I'm like, really? I mean, I know that Spider-Man, you know, gets some, but it's still. Hey, if you're asking for help. That's what I'm saying. Spider-Man you know? should be enough. But yeah. he ends up going, hey, have some apples. Goes off. The people who got that money, you know, they're like, hey, Peter, you want to go get some hot dogs and stuff? They end up doing that. Uh, when he goes back, because he's kind of going about, and he's like, yeah, there's not much going on in the neighborhood. There's not much yeah. crime, nothing like, going he on. He went to go get her food. You know, that's yeah. kind of the link why he comes back as well. Yeah. And he comes back, and she is being surrounded in her apartment by these guys who look like mobsters. I mean, they're yeah. all in suits. They're there. And the big thing there that I do like where Peter's like, hey, you know, uh, I'm just here delivering things. And how did she know your name? Because when she went in, when he went into the apartment, she's like, hey, Peter. And he's like, well, and he 
I like this part where he's like, okay, I got to set this up because obviously I'm Spider-Man. If a normal just gangster hits me, he's going to break his face or yeah, his, his, fist his fist on my yeah. face. So I got to kind of pretend. And I was like, okay, I, I got that. And this guy knocks him out clean. He, yeah. he is out cold for a half hour at least. Should have prepared that for that one. Yeah, and he even says, what's going on? I mean, that guy hit harder than the Hulk. And when he gets woken up, he's just he sees that they did ransack the apartment. They were obviously yep. looking for something. And uh, the apples are still on the ground. Yeah, yeah the apples are still there. But he goes back to his apartment because he has to he has to cut out there. Yeah, the landlady's there. And they, he has to cut out and pretend that he's going to go do something so he can become Spider-Man and go off. But he goes in and Boomerang's there playing you know, video games. And he's sitting in Peter's undies. And the, these undies are a little odd for Peter anyway. Yep. They're, they're, they're like they're a, for any male, a pink and black yeah. uh, you know, tiger print, but I really did like that where you have, you have Boomerang get up and go, oh, what? These undies? He's <laughs> posing. It made me laugh. And we like Boomerang uh, from Amazing, but again, this is kind of just to show you his roommate's boomerang, right? That there's nothing really yeah, to this no, except yeah, to catch just you reminding up, reminding you and giving yeah. you an idea of the people in Peter's life. Yeah. So boomerang's like, "Hey, that girl came down and asked you were supposed to do her laundry or whatever," and he's like, "What? No, no, that's not what's supposed to be." But he goes into the room and he goes, and her laundry basket is there, and when he opens it up. Two kids come out. Two yeah. uh, ch- like children of the X-Men corn and look again. like the X Men kids. Yeah. It's children of the corn with the X Men twins, those French twins that are in Uncanny, and you know, t- and or extermination actually, who are turning everybody yeah, into hounds. Yeah, it was yeah. extermination. I'm like, really? And the apples? Because when he got up from being the landlady, apples. I, well, now what's he's with stuck the apples? with his mask on too. He can't take that yeah, just right off in front yeah. of his kids. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows about these kids? I just think he's like, I don't want to raise kids. What the heck is going yeah, on? I have, I have five kids. I don't want to do that. I but yeah, it, that could end up being pretty fun, though. You know, Peter trying to get the because he's going to have yeah, to we'll keep see. them it's secret as well. By the end, I'm, I'm interested enough where issue two goes, and it yeah. comes out quick enough. I'm not going to, you know, I might as well check it out and see yeah. what's going oh, on. Yeah, so, I'm in. It's uh, just yeah, it, it was a lot of setup. Yeah. Then, then you get the backup. Where okay, I'm I'm having some fun. Uh, even with these kids at the end of this first part, I'm like, okay, that that is a good setup for some fun, some hijinks, a Peter out of his normal, you know, at, you know, zones and stuff. But you go to this next one. It's basically Aunt May writing a letter to Pete while he's off with Mary Jane swinging around. She's yeah, dressed up, and, yeah. Her. And a lot of people are saying that they think that this is Mephisto doing, uh, you know, a little. Snafu it's on the undoing Pete, uh, because of the Peter's undoing. got Mary yes. Jane back, yeah. and that was all tied to. Yeah, that's letting, what uh, that's Aunt what May a lot of people guy. are yeah, are pointing I, at. I didn't. Um, I don't disagree with that at all. You know, I kind of got that inkling by the time this yeah. was all wrapped up in because the end. Because you but, do have that kind of vibe going on with. Yeah, it. and, it's almost uh, like they're reverting things all the way back to yeah. before they they so, did the magic. Aunt, Aunt May, up, but, Aunt May is writing a letter, but she's also being, you know, kind of. Yeah, she's being secretive. She's going downtown. Pete wants to see what's going on, so she he stalks her. He's, yeah, he's he stalking her. Uh, but a kid's getting bullied, and he has bullied. to stop. And, and again, it it's a little overdone. Where this kid's getting bullied, you have Spider Man go down. Then he's like, "Hey, are you? You're not an alien, right? Are you, you're just a kid." And then he has to go into the bus and explain to everybody well, that he's like you shouldn't be villains. To the bullies too, yeah, because, because he thinks like, oh, he's going to make a villain. You. <laughs> he's like. 
I just made my own villains. So he goes in, but okay, it's fun enough. You, you have Aunt May go by. Uh, Fisk is having this big press conference. They're like, ma'am, can you come up and say some good things about Mayor Fisk? And she's like, why would I? He's a piece of crap. And then walks <laughs> in and at, you knew right now at this point that she probably had cancer, right? Yeah. Because oh, she, I, I got the hint when she's looking yeah. all sad writing the yeah. letter. And yeah. And, like, and oh, so no. she's when she's going into a medical center that they keep blocking out the full name. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's a cancer center. And better, it is. Yeah, she's she's in there. She has discovered a lump. She's waiting for the doctor to come. And yeah, she's in the Maria Will Wheelcock Cancer Center. The doctor's going to do tests and things like that. And it was a downer. It was a real downer for for a first issue that I thought was, was. going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but again, maybe it'll tie in. And and Tom Taylor is very good at getting the feels from me. But he gets the feels from me when they're earned. This seems very cliche. This seems very thrown at you for a first issue backup story. So I, I'm afraid that it's just going to be something that is going to just kind of keep going like that. I, I don't know that I, I need that. But other than that, this it looked good. The art, you know, the art yeah, in this issue like looked good. The backup and, was a little less, but yeah, I it was a little Amen. less. And I, I like Tom Taylor's voice for the characters. It's just, again, I don't know so far if we actually need this book yet. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't is, have its it, own it identity yet. A lot of stuff we already know and yeah. we've read about and read about on a, a biweekly basis yeah. already. Yeah. So, so you know, it is. It feels a little much when they're doing this amazing Spider-Man book biweekly. Yeah. And I gave it a seven eight. I gave it a seven yeah, eight out I'm of ten. I'm a little under you. I, w- yeah. I would probably say I don't know seven three. I guess okay. not quite a seven five seven seven three. I'm in the range of I guess. I yeah, I didn't want it. to give it a full eight. Uh, so yeah, I went seven either. eight and. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still one of the lowest, one of the yeah. lowest on the roundup just because of that. But the next one, I'm real low, and I don't uh, understand. But it, it is Miles Morales, Spider-Man number two, and that's written by Saladin Ahmed. It's art by Javier Garon, colors by David Coriel, and letters by VCs Corey Pettit. And it says, a new year at Brooklyn Visions Academy High School is underway. Miles knows his way around, has solid friends and roommates, and space to relax at home. Now that both his parents know about his masked extracurricular activities, but if Miles thought the biggest challenges this quarter were going to be keeping a journal for his creative writing course and keeping its content secret, nonsense, that journal, and figuring out where he (laughs) stands with his friends or more, Barbara, it's time to think again, as ever evidenced by his current state of unconsciousness. Now, I know that you can't expect too much from, you know, you have a recap page that that Marvel always always does. We've only had one issue, so I don't expect to have to recap that much. But basically, you showed me in that little recap, nothing happened last issue, and nothing really did. Basically, the recap of last issue... That was my problem with it, last issue Yes, last issue was just... Uh, you know, Miles against uh, Rhino. And, and they fought and fought and fought when all they had to do was talk for a second. And for Rhino to say, why are you fighting me? I'm not here to do bad. But they just kept fighting. And you had Rhino last issue just basically uh, take damage that you even said that the strongest of the strong of the Marvel Universe are not able to take. And he just yeah. brushed it off. Brushed it uh, off yeah. So in this, I expected, okay. Here we go. We had that set up. Let's go. And the big setup was that uh, Rhino's there for a kid, and so is Miles. Miles is there for Barbara's uh, nephew. 
yeah. that have been kidnapped and turned into these like cyber slash robotic type things that are stealing stuff. So we, we really don't know too much like about the full deal. They're giving these kids powers. They yeah. End up figuring and and out. so somebody is kidnapping kids. They're making them do these bad things and whatever. So two of the kids are, you know, of interest to Miles and Rhino. So we start off where Miles wakes up. Rhino has just looked after him and it, it gives Miles at least an idea like, hey, I can kind of trust Rhino. Uh, let's go forward with this. Let's try to find these kids. And and, you know, you spend a whole page and a half, if not more, of, hey, uh, I'll call you. I don't use phones. I'll text you. I don't use phones. Just just meet me here. Meet me tomorrow, yeah. And, and, and this is the problem with this whole book. This issue, nothing goes on again. I mean, no. things happen, but things the don't end, really they happen. They just meet back up. It takes yeah. the whole issue for them to yeah. meet back so up again. So we, we already had, and I see that Saladin Ahmed wants to have Miles obviously go to school, interact with the kids or whatever. But we almost have the same exact thing that we did before. Miles goes to school. He's tired. The teacher is Colonel this, Sanders. Yeah, Colonel Sanders, hippie version. <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing? He's well, like, you can't be yelling into my class, Yeah, he's bro. like, oh, man, brah. And yeah, he's like, well, you better get, learn how to get some sleep. Oh, man. And yeah, it's and even the stuff where you have Genki involved in Genki and Miles. That that should be solid gold. Yeah, that I should mean, be back and yeah, forth. Yeah, that, that you is love. your great. That's that's a, a selling point for this book in my mind. And it, it's just it just plays off very boring to me. Yeah. You, you have hey, I, I never thought I would say I miss Bendis on a book, and it's yeah. almost like I miss yeah. Bendis and on because a book. when you have God. this, and now in the meantime, <laughs> I believe Saladin Ahmed is going to be continuing Miss Marvel as well. And as said, like when he gets on Miss Marvel, it's going to be a darker, grittier. But I'm not looking forward to it now because in two issues of this book, Miles, I'm bored. And I, I really thought that I'd have some well, fun with this. I don't know what this. he really considers dark and gritty. Is this dark and gritty? I don't know. It, well, I mean, uh, who knows? Because you have, I mean, it is kids committing crimes, yeah, technically. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Miles, Miles hears Barbara is not in school. She has gone off. Uh, and again, she's upset her nephew is kidnapped. So he tries to get out of school. He's stopped by the vice principal. Again, it's not even that. Like, you, you think you'd get well, some this, Ferris Bueller yeah. fun here. And it's just like, hey, Mr. Morell. Ellis, aren't you headed to chemistry? Uh, yes, I am. And then, hey, man, he had it out for me. I'm like, really? I, I'm not yeah, having that much I, fun. I didn't it's, understand. No. I didn't understand that exchange at all for him to then just go right off as Spider-Man anyway. Yeah. Like, there was and, no and, purpose yeah. and, <laughs> and it's just, it, it just wasn't that fun. So he goes yeah, to well, see he Barbara. He finish school because then it says after school. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. He, got he just went back. He, why do that? Why have this set up for him to go back to school? Like, and he even then, it's not like that caused him to be late for anything. No. It did nothing. It because it, nothing and it had no impact so on he, his, his he goes uh, to conversation with I'm Barbara. I'm telling you, then. this issue has many moments like this. He yes. goes, we have a page where he goes to see Barbara. He goes, knocks on the door. Barbara comes up. Oh, my Miles. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? Eduardo, he's missing. I'll help get him. How can you help? I don't know. And then he leaves. That's it. That, that was, <laughs> he goes wrong turn. We already know one. that Eduardo's missing. <laughs> you started the issue with, with Miles saying, I have to find Eduardo. And yeah. Now we have to go and back to her. what does he find out here? Then nothing. Nothing new from nothing. his yeah, nothing. Nothing new from All his it is, is, is it to show that she doesn't know he's Spider-Man? Hey, I, it's, 
uh, just to emphasize she's upset he's missing and it's yeah, urgent, we I guess. Know I this. So we then he did. goes to Genki. Hey, Genki, what's going on? Genki's like, hey, uh, I'm going to get on the dark web and see if anybody's bought a, a bunch of child underground child size suits. Really? <laughs> like, the, there's a like, paper trail? Genki, you might have the FBI coming to your yeah, house really. if you're looking that and, up. And I'm just like, uh, really? Genki's figured this out on the, and the thing nobody else has figured this out. There, and, and they're leaving a paper trail? Yeah, I mean, really, this is when I, I want to hint, to give a hint to anybody out there. The dark web. Please, don't anybody, use yeah, if don't use it. No. To everybody. <laughs> I, I just want to, anybody out listening uh, wants to be a super villain, if you decide to get a child army in super suits, don't buy them off the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't leave that. And if you do, open up a P.O. box or something yeah, that can't be traced to you. Your house. No, yeah. they ship it right to where they are. <laughs> so he's like, oh, this is where you go. All right. Well, they ship it. And he's like, I've got to go to Rhino. We go back to Rhino. And they're like, hey, Rhino, uh, this is where it is. Rhino's like, oh, I recognize this place. And you have a, a little funny thing where he's, you know, webbing through the city yeah, with Rhino there on a swing. Yeah. <laughs> and they go, that's okay. And people are like, oh, look at them. But they, they end up going. And, and maybe this is something where I don't see anybody taking a photo with a phone or anything. If those people down, because remember that they're pointing up at it. Yeah. That might have been something that might it. come up later with yeah. the, the villain deal because they even say at one point rhino's like listen i don't have any warrants out for me and it's like a, a note possibly because fist got rid of him well, we don't know now right. with all of this throughout this whole issue you get such a for why do you, why does why does saladin ahmed think that we have to be liking rhino so much that that everything from rhinos people just don't see me except for the rhino i'm like yeah you're rhino in a just giant stop. cement like suit yes dude. and he's what just like want? nobody sees anything but the, you know, what a, and it doesn't come to anything no. but so miles is like listen i'm gonna go stealth uh, I'm going to go into this warehouse that Genki said these suits went. You know, you stand back. I'll go in. And Rhino's like, okay, but if you don't come back in five minutes, I'm coming in, you know, Rhino-esque. And he's like, okay. So he goes in. Again, for no reason, really, in my mind, the, the transition of this story is so weird because then you have Miles go in. And Tombstone's the bad guy. He yep. can smell Miles. He just shoots. Miles un, you know, unmasks himself or un, you know, cloaked himself. Goes, starts fighting, and then Rhino just busts in. Yeah. So, so well, why? After Miles gets gonked on the head like he's a three stooge. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rhino comes in. They, they start going to town, and you end up with somebody, you know, one of these kids looks like they come out, give like a flashbang, and Tombstone leaves. And so he's yeah, off. And then you have. They leave half the kids yeah, behind. Half the kids, and Rhino and Spidey going, I'm, I'm guessing that even though you don't really see. That that might have been Eduardo that came out and flashbanged them. Yeah, Who knows? Possibly. Because because know. you have Miles and Rhino then go into this little warehouse section, and every kid's there but the two that yeah, they were there the for. Two they need. And yeah. then and then Captain America's behind them. Yeah, he's, he's really? he, he was on the dark web too. Apparently, he yeah, found this yeah. all out. I don't know. He was just he was just there for kicks. He, he heard there was a good time you going. Watch down. out! Everyone hates his face. Yeah, really. Yeah, to... I don't know. Right there, and I'll, I'll tell you, I really 
love the art in this issue. I really, really do. And uh, yeah, I, I do think too. that the art goes very well, even with like Amazing Spider-Man. It looks really, really good. The story does nothing. And, oh. and it's just like going from one location to the next. Ended the same way it yes. did last issue. Yeah, we basically that's that's the problem. Except now Captain America's there, and yeah. I know that it's just two issues. I know that some people are probably like, God, this, you know, you guys should give it a little break. But I'm kind of sick of these books not doing anything. I and know. it's just like especially uh, for the first arc, where it, it's really going to determine whether you stick yeah. with the book or you you just. Drop it immediately, you know? Yeah, and so with this, I didn't learn anything else about Miles himself here. I didn't learn anything else about his powers. You established all that. And and if this issue would have went forward, done a lot more, I would have forgiven last issue. Because last issue, our problem was that it didn't really do that much. Yeah. I could forgive that if we go into here. And I like the last issue more than you because you know more of Miles. So I said it was a good cat, you know, a good recap for you. But it was good for me to learn some things. I know them now. And now we're kind of stuck in this. And, yeah, Rhino, he, you know, a sympathetic character. You have, uh, hey, the vice principal doesn't like me, but he still doesn't even try to get it. It's just so weird. Uh, that I, And I gave it a six. And I think I'm still higher than you. I gave it a yeah. six. The next highest on the roundup is like an eight. I'm, <laughs> I'm the low man on the totem pole on this. And I just, I just didn't like it. I, I just, I was bored. I was yeah, reading it bored. What would you give it? Yeah, I'm actually, I, I, I want to, I'm just going to give it a six. I'm going to no, match. I could right. come in under, but it's still so early in the series. Like, I don't want to ignore the Miles book altogether. I love that movie I just yeah. seen. I want yeah. something good out of Miles. Like, this is, this is obviously going to be an ongoing series. It's not a mini or anything. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's supposed to be an ongoing. for a long time, but, uh, I don't know. I, I need something more out of the book. Yeah. Something, he, he, I hope this is, over quickly and we get to something just more interesting with more yeah. meat on its yeah, bones. Yeah, it's something interesting. And, and the whole force, like, you know, immigration thing seems rubbed aside at this point yeah, yeah, now. And yeah. None of that anymore. So why even that have I that last it, time? Why bring it up? That's what happens. Times. And, and, and yeah, drop it. this one seems to be the, the dark web. And, and just you have Genki there and it's not even fun. It just seemed like, uh, you know, I used it, to love it, the moments Genki the would way, pop. Yeah, the you. way this book seems to me is like one of those where, and this happens a lot and i'm not saying this is true or not or whatever but it seems like it's one of those books like well i got miles so i could just do whatever i'll just mail this one in because people will want to see miles doing anything that's not the case that's you know to me but i've been down on the miles book for a long time ever since right before secret wars like i love the series uh and then secret wars started and they they brought it back after secret wars and it kind of just did nothing for a long time so i dropped it and i was looking forward to this relaunch a new voice on the character and and it's just all still missing something and and i don't know i want to like the young yeah, and, and, book and hopefully, book. if anything, if the worst thing would be is that what we've seen, like the sixth issue after the first five, that would be the trade, which you said is very important for people to jump on a book. But yeah. some of these series have picked up after that, which has been odd. So maybe that's the case that this will happen. But we're going to go to our mails of the week. We have two 
males, and the first one's from Jacob. And Jacob's fancy. He spells his name with a K. J-A-K-O-B. <laughs> that is fancy to me. Yeah. Uh, I, got, he, I got one of those fancy yeah, names. Yeah, you do. It, it threw yeah. me off forever. Every <laughs> time I would go to write, I got to remember that other E. Yep. Jacob says, Dear Weird Science crew, I wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your podcast. Your reviews have changed the way I look at comics, and it's been fun listening in. I wonder if he means that that means that he's more negative now, yeah, like everybody I said. I was going to say, this weekend edition seems to be like the negative, negative podcast now with me and you yelling. <laughs> I wanted to ask if you have read Thanos Legacy comic, and if you have, what your thoughts are about yeah. it. And well, you I, are a big it, fan. Yes. Yeah. And that was where uh, they, they introduced comics. Cosmic Ghost Rider. That's what he says. Um, so he says, I uh, fell in love and he said, "I won't spoil there. anything for you, but a special someone makes a pretty fun appearance yeah. in it." And so That's I actually, yeah. And so I, I actually talked to you, and I loaded it up because I hadn't read it, and I loaded it up on the Marvel Unlimited app. And the first issue, I'm like, just paging through, I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, there's Cosmic Ghost Rider. He had to have been talking about that. So I, I am going to read that. That'll yeah. be something that I catch up. It's only five or six up. issues. It's a lot of fun, uh, just craziness, too. And then leads into uh, the, the whole Cosmic Ghost Rider. And so you, you don't have to read, like, the uh, Jeff Lemire stuff no, before not, the legacy not part. Really. I mean, it, it doesn't – it adds a little to it, but you could pick up just with the Donny yeah. Kate stuff and be Yeah, and fine. it's funny because I went and I looked up and I'm like, Thanos, okay, there's a bunch of issues. And then I saw when Legacy started, that's when Donny Cates got on. I'm like, all right, because at first I was looking for an actual comic called Thanos Legacy because I'm, I'm yeah. a moron. Yeah, and that's I was the looking, artist's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, I was, I'm a dummy. So I was looking, and then I was like, okay, I got it. And then I, I, so. I even messaged you then it's about like it. It's like one of those day after tomorrow things. I think they've named the trade Thanos Legacy. Okay, so. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he says, I also want to know if you've checked out the Black Order miniseries. And if so, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, that's uh, all you. This he one. says he's been reading it and been enjoying it so far. I I said at the beginning of the episode, and we even talked about it at the beginning of last uh, Wednesday's episode, it's yeah. a weird book. It's very odd to me because I don't know tons about Black Order, but I did read No Surrender where they were uh, part of the the one team and all that yep. stuff. I think that's what it was. And uh, so this is coming off of that. And so I, I, I start reading it. And it's very jokey at points. It's very odd. It has a really odd th- way to it. And I said, I've read the three issues. I'm going to probably end up reviewing the third issue on the site. And I like it. I, I just can't really explain how it is and what's going on. And, and when yeah. I don't know much about, say, Corvius Glaive, and all of a sudden he's wondering to himself why he isn't considered the funny brother, <laughs> it threw me off. It really I threw me off. And well, I, I mean, I don't know a whole bunch about the Black Order. I've just really uh, – Marvel Cosmic's kind of a big blank spot for me, and I've only recently gotten into it. So. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my history with him is a lot based from the movie. He didn't come off yeah. as a funny character no. in that movie to me at all. No, and he's, he's uglier than, than all <laughs> get up. I mean, you look at the guy and you're just like looking at him like, yeah. And I mean, here, you have a book. Like, and where's your nose, dude? And, and Proxima, Proxima, I don't know a lot. Black Dwarf, Black Swan, Ebony Maw. I'm, I'm looking at the book right now and I do like Philip Tan's art in it. I do like the way that it's written. It's just a weird kind of jokiness to it. You even have Nova shows up in this one, and you have a yeah. lot of craziness. Uh, I I like it. I just don't know 
how to explain it. And I, I would never be able to explain it to anyone, and that's why I'm having problems uh, reviewing well, maybe it. Maybe that's why he likes it. It's just something so different. It is something you, you different. I'll, I'll yeah. give you. It's something different. Uh, it actually – in I don't know why it goes hand in hand. It actually – maybe because I read them both at the same time to kind of catch up was the As Guardians of the Galaxy. It kind of uh-huh. reminded me along that vein as well, a book that not as many people are reading – but I think it's worth, you know, checking out at least. But yeah, and he says again, I love listening to your reviews and can't wait for the next episode. Sincerely, Jacob with a K. Thank and you, Jacob. The next, the next mail is Ethan, and Ethan says, "What's up, weird science peeps? Not <laughs> you, Eric. <laughs> Eric will never he hear this. He'll yeah. never hear this. I actually asked him if he'd ever come back on. Just for one, he said no. Been listening to the DC Comics podcast you guys do for about a year and jumped over to lis- listening to this when you started up the Marvel podcast. I think it's great. And now for some comics, eh? Web of Venom Unleashed was decent this week with Kyle Holtz giving us some really good loose early 2000s style work that was the highlight of the week for me. Ryan Stegman can draw the crap. He, he had a curse. I'm not allowed to curse crap out of anything, <laughs> but it seems like every character he writes seems to have the personality you would expect to find from the offspring of a block of wood and some grass clippings uh staccato robotic <laughs> dialogue that over explained obvious details that would be gathered from the art kind of took away from the book and it's it's an artist trying to write the book i don't know did, has ryan stegman done a lot of writing because he's done I, mostly spider-man work uh, he's done a few spider-man so he's, he has actually written those uh, yeah, 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 yeah i didn't yeah. even know uh but it it's was fun I, I i've never really i don't know um you know, I guess I've, I don't have anything bad to say about his writing, but I, I can see where he, he's coming from. I, he I, I'm that. telling you, uh, yeah, th- this issue. He says it was fun. Added to the mythos, Cates and Stegman have been crafting ever since they took over. He'd give it a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, little spoilers, he's around what I'm going to give him. That, that's, actually, it, huh? that's actually a pretty <laughs> good score. And the only other book I'd say worth mentioning is Punisher. I know you guys aren't as much of a Rosenberg fans as I am, but I think the run of Punisher has been fantastic. And Gringo Starr ended up doing the review of this past week's Punisher. He loved it. He loves that oh, book. Did he? So I, I think it's one of those that if you love the character of Punisher – I guess that you it's just love book, this. It's yeah. your book, and it's just I'm not. I like cosmic, you know, Ghost Rider Punisher. Yeah. I, I don't really That's like Punisher, the Punisher, yeah. uh, and I just that first issue really threw me off. There, there's a yeah. couple characters that, and even saying that, like. I'm not going to pretend I like every Marvel character. I'll tell you right now, I don't like every DC character. And, and I've been doing that DC stuff forever. It doesn't mean that I have to pretend I like every character. Right. I don't really like Punisher. Yeah. And I'm not a Daredevil fan. I, no. I hate to say I'm, it. I'm with I'm, you a little bit, too. I mean, I like the Daredevil Netflix stuff. Now, that's all yeah, over Yeah, I never with, watched so I it. So I, I, don't, I don't watch TV. Yeah, but I didn't like the Netflix Punisher stuff, and and you want to know if, if we're being honest, my Punisher from movies is Thomas Jane. I love oh, that first. It's first not Punisher Dolph Lundgren. Movie. You don't <laughs> like the Dolph Lundgren? No, Punisher? not the Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Uh, is the Thomas like Jane the, Thomas the one Jane with John Travolta in it as the villain? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I think I may have seen and that Kevin in Nash passing. Is the big giant yeah. dude that beats him up oh, in the middle. Oh, Kevin Nash. Uh, I don't hate that. It's just great when you have uh, wrestlers in movies like that. We, yeah. me and me and Eric 
Eric were talking about uh, Triple H's performance in Blade 3. That That is one of the reasons why Eric hates Blade 3. He's like, I cannot. Didn't uh, didn't Triple H have like metal fangs in that? Because yes. he had his, oh my god, metal, metal yeah. fang vampire. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember the first movie I remember with wrestlers, and it was that Hulk Hogan and uh no holds barred. oh no holds barred yeah yes. yeah you got that my my first would be uh what was it actually rocky four or when they had oh, yeah. uh Hogan or was, was that no that, that was three actually i think it was uh rocky three mr. t yeah with mr t and but yep. you had hulk hogan in there as thunder lips yeah. <laughs> doing nonsense. I love that too because if you remember Rocky's like, all right, we're we're gonna just play for the crowd here. And then Hulk Hogan was slamming him around and yeah. tossing him. At one point he's like spitting him in the air and throw him. Did he body uh, slam him? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. They see, again, like when, when we're talking about this, I have to admit I don't think of the rock in that sort of vein. Like the rock no. has established himself as, as his own deal. More so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, my son Rafe at one point was so into wrestling. I've been to probably like five wrestling matches, like big stuff too, that we used to go to. And he used to make me watch wrestling all the time. I, I loved it. Uh, I was into it big during the attitude. Yeah. Era. Well, uh, it was funny because Rafe ended up every wrestler. He decided was his favorite retired the next week. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's like, I love Edge. Edge got hurt. He had to retire. And he's like, I like, I like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels retired that. I like Undertaker. Undertaker's only around, uh, you know, for the deal. Yeah, he likes Josh Gordon. Yep, Josh Gordon. It's all the same. But yeah, he he was so into. uh, He loved Shawn Michaels. And the funniest thing I said to him, I'm like. Shawn Michaels was wrestling when I was a kid for crying out loud. That guy's like 900. Uh, but I ended up having to watch a bunch of those wrestling movies that, that the WWE would put out, like yeah, Knucklehead with, oh my goodness gracious. John Cena was in a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, you had the Marine and the, those sort of things, and oh, they're, they're not good. Not good at all. But I don't enjoy a nuanced look at Frank Castle. <laughs> We're back to the mail now. Nor do yeah. I need to be made uh, sympathize with him. I read Punisher because I like to see bad guys get killed in grisly ways, all while Frank maintains the stone-faced expression of a middle school lunch lady. And I, I, that's what you get. I'm I'm caught up with Punisher. I've actually been reading it. I just it it's just not my thing. It really is. I know Aaron loves it. Yeah, so eventually, does. maybe well. And and I'm not a uh, Seisman Kadransky or Simon oh, Kadransky. Is what kills yeah, me. Yeah, I'm I, not I a fan of his. So yeah, much, I'm not art. really a fan of his art. I have uh, problems with art that looks like it's just pictures that yeah. they kind of doctor up the yeah, photos yeah. of, and that's I'm what that reminds me of. Plus, the little one-liners he gives these Hydra goons are fantastic. There's a prison fight scene in this issue where a Hydra guard tells Frank about he how he, Frank, had killed the guard's brother years prior. Brother was so messed up that they wouldn't let his mother have an open casket funeral. He then pisses on Frank's food while taunting him. Frank then slams his face into the piss soup he just created. Uh, Fresh then jams his thumb into the the guard's eyes and comments that his mother is a zero for two on those open casket funerals. That's awesome dialogue. <laughs> he line. says 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, 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 it was a good scene. P.S. Thor was only in two panels in his own book this week. I don't care about <laughs> the agents of Wakanda. 
And that, that's all <laughs> that's, I could grab onto. Yeah, that's all I do like about it right now. Yeah, he says, event forecast for the War of Realms, 60% chance. It <laughs> sucks the business end of Molnir. He, he's not looking forward to the War of the Realms. Uh, I don't know that I'm even going to be able to read it. I, I really, yeah. I don't know what's I'll, going I'll on. At least review it on the site. I don't know how much we'll be able to talk about it, but I, I'm... At least in for the first issue. See what it's about. Yeah. Hopefully get some better art for once in the yeah, Thor book. I, people love it, though. I, I don't yeah. understand. I talked I to know, a, We're, we're kind of dying on an island here. Yeah, at this well, point. I talked to, to Gringo Starr because he was doing some reviews. He does some reviews on the site, and he's kind of more into it than we are as well. But I yeah. uh, says, first time I've ever sent listener mail. I hope this is right. Nice. Does this rhyme? Welcome he also to said, the club. It's funny because he also said, follow me on Twitter at Ethan the Face. And it ended up that there's spaces and lines where he didn't put them. So I'm trying to find – he follows us already. That's And yeah. then I sent to you. I said, hey, you got to follow him. He's awesome. Yeah, and then I, I ended up sending you the uh, mail as well that you said that's an awesome mail. Yeah, that's that Ethan B. One. In Watkinsville, Georgia. And we're going to go to one of the books that he was talking about. This is going to be quick. Because yeah. it is Web of Venom, Venom Unleashed, number one. There is not much to this. There's not well, much to this at all. The main character is a dog, so he doesn't really talk, you know? No, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's a symbiote dog, so he does even less. But uh, this yep. whole deal is, and I'll, I'll give you the credits page again. I, I just page by it for some reason. Uh, written by Ryan Stegman, pencils by Kyle Hotz and Juan Gedeon. Uh, you have a bunch of inkers, Holy Mark Deering, Scott Hanna, Live Say, Robert Poggi, Victor Alizaba, and Juan Gideon, who was one of the pencilers as well. You have on colors, <laughs> Dan Brown, Matt Yankee, Andrew Crossley, and Carlos Cabrera. All and hands on deck. Letters, VCs, Clayton Kals. Now, you have a plethora of people i mean that is an army i i make the joke that is more people than earth wind and fire has on stage in concert and that's a lot <laughs> it's almost this is like parliament funkadelic in, in concert I, i'll tell you the art does not seem to suffer that much usually if you have that many people you have a lot of problems where you have the art change a lot and things like that I didn't have any problems with the art. It's, it's not no. to me, Ryan Stegman. Transitions confused me a bit, but yeah, but like, the actual just second time art is it's yeah, a lot easier. I read to get it. That hit I actually read in. it three times, and the first time I read it, I I'll admit I was a little confused just because of how it starts. Then at the end, if you do read this and you and you kind of glance through it and thought, oh, I don't think it's that good, I would suggest if you haven't read it a second time, read it a second time because when you finish this and see what's going on, then wrap around the beginning because the beginning starts with a cold open that kind of doesn't get explained much until the end uh, mm -hmm. because you have these guys, they're going to get Eddie Brock. They're, they're going to get him. They're they like look zombies, like zombies. Just yeah, repeating his name over yeah. There are zombies going, they end up, and we had the setup last issue in Venom, where out of nowhere, we saw that Eddie had the symbiote as a pit bull type dog, and, and yeah. it didn't make any sense to us. I still don't know why, how he got that to be able to be on a bus. That he drove all the way to yeah. San Francisco. I, I, I think it's just an easier way for him to not always have it spring out of control on him. But even so, can can I get on a bus that goes cross country with a pit bull? I, I, don't, I don't think know. so. I don't <laughs> think so. And then it ended. Remember when the ones like, "Hey, you piece of crap" or whatever, and then it, it gets mad. Well, here 
these zombie type people that we don't know, but at by the end you find out that they're kind of being controlled by carnage. It yep. is what the basic thing with is these going mind to get them. Slugs he's yeah, with these out. slugs. Uh, and they go in. They're trying to get into this apartment, and you see that the symbiote pit bull dog realizes that. And then a pretty cool thing where they're trying to put the key into the the door to get in. He, the symbiote, is like going through the keyhole and pushing the key out. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, part. it's really cool. And then it just comes out. I mean, it's vicious and Protecting it attacks. the host. Yeah. yeah, it goes right after. Oh, these it goes things. after like, him. And, no mercy. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And so they have these zombie guys just laying there, and you see the smell of the carnage slug is coming out of their nose where the symbiote dog smells it and then just goes off He's to go and it, get yeah. it and track it. And and they ends up running into these, you know, junkyard dog, these alley dogs, these things. And there are some weird progressions. There are some things that didn't because then all of a sudden, I don't know – it be maybe because I didn't read the miniseries that that you read the other Venom miniseries. Well, that they even reference here because you have those guys in like the alien, uh, the, the uh, mechas that that oh, are the there. Suits. Yeah, 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 the yeah, suits, yeah. and they're from. It's just Donny Cates that likes to tie things into everything. These these guys are just under the sewer a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, so I, I didn't know much about a shout them. Out out there. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know much about them. So the you know you have the symbiote go down, and you do have the suits well the one guy gets attacked after he attacks the symbiote but he seems to have been infected by this slug and this is the where we thing. see the slug where the symbiote sucks the slug out of this guy to make him better and he's now no longer controlled and that's where i said it says check out venom lethal protector to refresh your memory i'm like i don't know what's going on but yeah and they end up then like oh come on boy let's let's sniff out the slugs and then they go through and then all of a sudden they're in this i mean a carnage city it looks like with this huge giant you know i don't know what there's all these carnage is up to something yeah i don't know really what it is either like this, this point, underground but, city with zombies and and things. Yeah, well, these are all the people he's got under control. Yeah, so you end up then where the dog, is, you know, the symbiote dog is, you know, attacking everyone, trying to get these slugs. He ends up grabbing all these slugs from people because you even have these guys in the suits, and they're like, "Okay, hey boy, you go and get the people who." I just knocked over my coffee. <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't know that? why I fling my <laughs> arms around, but you go out and you get the people who ran away. You get the slugs. From them we'll take care of this going on and we'll we'll solve it well then you have the symbiote dog go back and find eddie go back well, to his yeah, motel here's what room happens is that the symbiote sees that this is all linked to carnage and yeah. instead of helping out he flips out and, yeah. and has a bad you know vision of what yeah, he carnage remembers did what carnage did point. yeah yeah and he goes running back to Eddie, just yeah. full bore. Yeah, and um, but in the meantime, he, he goes back, yeah, to warn him. But also, the only way, because he can't talk, they don't have that connection, which is a big thing. I mean, if yeah. you don't know, there's still – the symbiote is pretty much supposedly brain dead. But uh, we yep. see that it's not. It, it also – It's a little smarter than it, it – yeah, Well, you see it has memories, right so now. it yeah. remembers carnage. So is this that it's becoming more and more sentient as it goes on? Is it now – figuring out some more things because the way it can tell eddie what's going on is disgusting it ends up puking up the slugs and they are just in this pile 
and it's disgusting. And he picks one up. Yeah, and he picks one up and looks, and he's like, "Oh no!" And you know, he seems to know what's going on. Then, no, but then does. you go he does exactly. What's and this going is on. where there is uh, an art change because then it, it even has the end. But then you go to the next part, which is actually how the beginning was set up. It's, it's very yeah. odd to go this route. But you see how these, you know, homeless guys, what what did it? We already know that it's Carnage, but you see that it's Carnage who wants Eddie. He, he's getting all these yeah. and infecting all these people. That's what we saw at the beginning when they went it's to go like get him. It's almost like a setup if you didn't read that Carnage one shot, which yeah. I don't know if you're reading this, why you wouldn't have yeah, read that. Yeah, that's what this but... is, yeah, pretty much right with that. But yeah, yeah, you have it where now you see that at the beginning they were these you know the homeless people or whatever that went to get eddie at first and were attacked by the symbiote were actually sent directly from carnage who goes and and we both said talking about it we both said that basically this is a whole issue just to get eddie brock to know carnage is in town with a few days to thrill that's basically what it was you do have some kind of cool things because he's got he's still missing his connection which i really like yeah yeah i I don't that's a a, kind of a strange ending because his connection is there a little bit but it's not the way he he's used to having yeah 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 you know the symbiote's still there working with them still protecting them still telling him things but just in a different way and i i think that what you're also getting here is and especially with that flashback now obviously the symbiote is going to freak out because of what happened with Carnage before. But also, I think that also we're supposed to kind of get the idea, well, you know what? Carnage just ripped them apart before when they had a full connection. Now they don't even have that connection. You know, how is he going to be able to stand up to Carnage now? Uh, But it's okay. I I I, mean, I I liked it enough. Yeah, I wasn't mad about it. It's just one of those things that it just didn't seem like it had a – you know, a full purpose. I, we love the Venom book. That was our book yep. of the year. And this does, it's almost like this is just like a, uh, you know, like an added side chapter. These, yeah. these web of it, venom these, these stuff. These web of venoms really are kind of that. Yeah. They just kind of add to the story That's already what I'm saying. going on. It, it, if you skipped them, I don't know how much you're missing. You wouldn't really know that uh, Carnage is around. That's the one no, big that, thing. No, that is a huge thing. If but someone yeah. just tells you Carnage is Carnage around. Carnage is around. And now Eddie knows. You know, really, but right? if yeah. you are really into the Venom book, uh, then you should read these. Yeah, uh, I would suggest reading building. them. It it's really nothing is. that if you want to sit there and uh, hopefully people aren't like, boy, you know, I've heard them talk about this Venom. Maybe I'll pick this one up. That's not what it is. This this is pretty much should have the caveat that you should be reading Venom first. Then yes, go get these. Absolutely. If you need more, these are there yeah, for you. Yeah, these are one-shots you should be picking up just for a one-shot story that no. you you know, but it, it tides the, you know, it, it gets you, you know, excited between issues of Venom. And yeah, uh, Venom comes out, I believe, next week as well. <laughs> and yep. hopefully we get more than him just in a, uh, you know, in a bus Crying and then yell, and then yelling at his dad and, and whatnot. We'll see how that goes. But you know, uh, steps, his stepbrother wanted to kill that dude last ending. Yep, if I yeah, that was the ending so, where he went yeah. to him and said, we have to kill our dad. Well, that was when and, and really, when does this take place or whatever? Because at that point, Eddie seemed to be like homeless in, a, in an alley. But we'll see. I guess he gathered some he money. Found a, he found a hundred. That hotel can't be more yeah, than thirty bucks. Yeah, it does. It's the no tell motel. That one. But uh, yeah, it's cool. I'd give it a six five. 
Uh, I'd yep. go the same. Uh, I think I might go seven on this one. I, you know, what, just, I just want to agree with the Ethan. Art, the I'm art going six. Really foot. good for that many yeah. people on it. I yeah, can't it did believe look it. good. Yeah, there's um, so many people that usually that spells a lot of trouble. Yeah, and it, it was does. good. It's yeah. no Ryan Stegman art in my mind, no. but it's still no, pretty no. good. But I'm going to go. I'm going six five because I'm agreeing with Ethan. Yeah, I, but I, I, I like you know the fact that Stegman's at least writing the book. I like it's the same team involved with yeah. all parts. Yeah, of that's the story. Cool. That is. It cool. doesn't feel off because somebody new is joining the party all of a sudden and and kind of you know maybe only skimmed a couple issues they should have read all yeah. the way. And yeah, they're involved in fun. you know doing all that, so he knows exactly yeah. what's going on. Hey, we're going to go to the last book. And it's one of my favorite books with my favorite characters. It's X-23, number eight. And it is written by Mariko Tamaki, pencils by Diego Olortiegia. I can never read these. Uh, Ink by Walden Wong and colors by Chris O'Halloran. There isn't any VCs in this one. Uh, Clone from Wolverine, Laura Kinney began her life. Is there? Oh, I saw. Shoot, it was the colorist. I thought that that was the letters VCs. Corey Pettit. No days off. Yeah, Clone from Wolverine, Laura Kinney began her life as a weapon called X-23. After she escaped the facility she was born in, she located another clone, Gabby. Together, the sisters began to fight for a better future. While investigating a strange of seemingly connected murders, Laura and Gabby entrapped the killer, the ex-assassin, who looks just like them. But before they could get any information on their possible clone sibling, armed soldiers broke into the prison where the ex-assassin is now being held. And that's what we get. And I, I said, my biggest complaint that I've had with this is that we're still in the shadow of Tom Taylor's all-new Wolverine. And that's not going to end because now we even introduce a character that was big in that series into this issue and as was pointed out on the site, it kind of gets it screwed up a little. It, yeah, it, it ends up D E Wyatt. I don't know yeah. who that is, but he knows a lot about yeah, X twenty three. He loves X twenty three, and, X23, and he, he's right. <laughs> he's definitely right because as you go, you, you do have the beginning in the tank where they had, uh, you know, this ex assassin, you know, quarantined off. You did have Beast yeah, she's there. All buckled up. Yeah. Beast was there with Laura and Gabby, but had to like go off. He was going to go off because he, he they're working on trying to get this ex-assassin to the uh, mansion. But there, he even said last issue, there's a lot of paperwork. We're not sure what we got to do. You already had the deal where Gabby is like, oh, you know, it's it's one of our sisters. It's going back to that thing again. You know, hey, yeah. it's one of her sisters. Oh, she looks sad. She's this and that. And uh they ended up getting attacked by this military group. So they have to call Beast back. He he doubles back to get them. And it's the perfect opportunity to show everybody, if they have just joined into the X-23 book, that Gabby is a bad butt. And I'm telling you. This is my favorite part of the oh issue, Oh, yeah, it's actually. the best part. And I really, when you have Gabby's there, you know what? We got to go back and get her. We got to get her and get out of here. But these people attacking, hey. I'll take care of this. And she goes, and that thing with higher, so cute. (laughs) Just look at her. She's so great. She goes and she just rips through everyone. It's kind of odd. I know that if you really look, you do see that she isn't killing anybody, but by the end, they all look dead to me. But she is just kind of punching, elbowing. She does end up doing a move that is one of my least favorite moves of all time. There's two moves that I hate that Gabby does, and it does come up later in the issue. She loves to go for the Achilles tendon, which she gets that one guy, (laughs) and she's also big on getting people on the back of their knees 
which is the yep. worst. It's the worst, but she yes, does that. That's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. But she ends up taking them out. They end up getting the, you know, this ex assassin clone. They go up with Beast and they go out. Uh, but uh, one of the first things that kind of threw me off is they're getting attacked. They're trying to get out. People are coming to get them as they're going up this rope. You know, it's the classic, uh, you know, action movie deal where Beast lowers yeah, right, the rope right and they're going to get that when she says Kachow, spoken sound effect. Yes, that, yes. That made me laugh. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she's, yeah, spoken sound effect. And she's like, hey, Hank. And she's yelling, well, they almost get shot. So Laura grabs the X-23 clone slash robot and then just fires off this magnetic post. And I don't know how she is operating this magnetic post. There shouldn't be something yeah. that she can do herself, in my like mind. Like a trigger on the hand. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Think. Yo, and you don't really see my – and she uses that. Now, it, it does serve a purpose because where Laura says – Hey, you know what? She could have done that. The, the XSS and clone, she could have done that at any time. And she didn't because, and so Gabby takes that as she likes us. She didn't yeah. use it. She's our buddy. I, yeah. I didn't get that. And it just no, seemed I like a forced thing. And I thought that was a little off. Now, okay, we're, we're going with this. We're going to go. And they do get the, you know, the clone back to the mansion and they end up the institute and they end up where beast is doing some things and says yes it is a clone again now again this is what this book always is it never seems to get away from this the big thing of this is it's a clone but she doesn't have as much of a healing factor that's yeah. one of the things that's off more, the healing and more mind off. control like yeah, the software yeah. they start alluding yeah, to yeah so they're, they're talking about it and so gabby's like oh she's not healing and gabby's cute the whole time and whatever and then laura's like who made this who you know who was the one who must have made it well we do go off the you at least the progression of this it's not a mystery for long because you go off to uh, Medi-Extronics corporate headquarters and that's where we see a guy who, if you did read the all-new Wolverine, you see Robert Chandler who is up to no good again. He was the one who was in charge of making the sisters making gabby and in a weird deal where they're talking about this and somebody's like oh you know he's like this is the the big you know future of this and this alchemix genetics we gain the understanding you know that might have been a failure but we gain this understanding where we're creating these well first off what you created is now not even in your hands so you already you, you know, lost it yeah you lost it and he's uh, you know going on and on but he's already losing but he's like hey you know and this one lady's like buy uh yeah, didn't we have problems with the X-23 that you created? He did not create X-23. He was not no. involved in that. That was Sarah Kinney who created Laura. Uh, this guy created these clones, the sisters, and Gabby and all that. And then they have that weird deal like, why – do that weird thing where you have that just to show that he has robotic legs. It, it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> but if you know that he has robotic legs because Gabby went to town on him, yeah. she ended up slicing up his knees and his Achilles. He had to, he got his legs amputated because of Gabby. So this is very personal. This guy's very personal to them. But Tamaki ends up making it seem like he was the creator of the X-23 program. He was yeah, not. Yeah, mixes it all up Yeah, it was bit. not. Now, they do kind of go with a, hey, you were the, the one who did the failed chemical uh, trigger. For, that is the tie-in that you can go with. And he even said on the site that that would be where he would go. But you never really even saw that before. 
uh, it's just odd to throw him in this book because now it's just, it's all new Wolverine again and you're fudging things to get there. So it just seemed really odd to me. But yeah, you have the big bad going and, and you do have Gabby and Laura continuing on where Gabby just all she wants to do is have be, a buddy. be nice and have buddy. And she's all about, like, it was set up in this series with the clone power, but she's got to dial it back sometimes because it's not going well for them when no. she does this. And basically, you see. She's quick to get attached. Like, Laura can't yeah. bring a date around because that's going to be her oh, yeah. favorite. You oh, know, yeah. buddy ever. Yeah, ever. You know, yeah. a real life date for yeah. Laura. So, and, and really with this, it. like, I keep wanting, there's not enough Jonathan in this uh, book yet. No, so no I want to see Jonathan, but, uh, who is a Wolverine, if you don't know. Yeah. But with that, you have this idea that this clone is being, you know, remotely, they can remotely use her. She, and they even say it's more of a, uh, like a robotic clone. They, they decided to get, yeah, the, it's almost like she's just not activated right now. And they yeah. got her playing dumb and it's going to all break, uh, yeah. you know, poor Gabby's heart in the end. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it just, it was odd because when you go, Laura's like, listen, you know, We'll check on things going on. Just please just go to sleep. Don't get too attached. She, she just keeps saying. <laughs> and you see Gabby just walking upstairs with some cookies and some milk. They're sitting there. There's Gabby. You see her come out. She's sneaking down. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're going to do this. And this is where I'm really worried because you had Tom Taylor when he got done uh, X-Men Red, your favorite book of all time. Yep. He, he ended up <laughs> saying that ending that book, he was really worried about the continuation of Gabby because, you know, that's his character. So he's like, I'm really worried about the continuation of Gabby in the Marvel Universe, but hopefully things will work out somewhere or whatever. And I'm just sat there. I'm reading this news, and I she, she's in a book there, Tom. She's in X-23. To me, is the, you know, just as important, if not better, than Laura in this book. Does this mean that he already knows that she's going to die? Because I really, really uh, worry. I, I just really, don't see him killing a little kid. I really that worry. Young in a book. I really <laughs> worry that this clone is going to kill Gabby. I really am worried about it, but we'll see. And uh, if they do, I will freak because she is one of my favorite characters. So she ends up, hey, uh, you know, hey, I know uh, my name's Gabby. And, you know, sorry, I didn't mean to jump stomp you earlier. But, hey, you know, <laughs> things happen. I don't know if you eat cookies or metal pellets. But here we go. You know, you're our sister. And she's starting to tell things now. By the end of this. The, you know, and the clones just there on a thing should be strapped. It is strapped down, actually. I see now. They have uh, cuffs on the arms. I'd strap her down a little more, though. Yeah, and get that, one they, across the midsection, maybe yeah, the neck. Yeah, I'm telling you, put in, in a cell, because if this <laughs> thing activates, it's going to go to hell. And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, so me and my sisters were made by this weird old guy named Robert Chandler. That's who we saw earlier. Uh, and like, and Robert Chandler's a bad creepo dude. You got to watch out for him. Always oh, so Alchemax. And, and, you know, she's telling all these things, and then the 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 eyes go on as if you know you have Chandler on the other line listening whatever's going on I just imagine that it's just gonna kill Gabby and Gabby's there just telling everything but again what if it it almost makes it seem like Gabby knows like seven million secrets the the worst thing that she can tell is that 
they're at the institute. I mean, there's I nothing know. really that Gabby can well, that, say well, or do. Well, that get blown up and rebuilt again in a week anyway. Yeah, does, again, uh, though, uh, does this thing have a remote switch that can blow up? Is it a bomb? But I would think that Beast would have been able to see that when he did all the scans and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, or is it that uh, you have Chandler listening in and Chandler's going to become like Gabby's uh, catfished online uh, you know, pen pal? He's going to yep. catfish her? I don't know. But yeah, yeah, and and I liked it enough. I actually gave it an eight out of ten. And See, I'll I, be a little under that. Yeah, I, I probably right. should have went. I wasn't really I really went by the the Chandler stuff, not really thinking, and I I was proven, you know, wrong that that is I not that I ever said that it was different, but there should be points off for getting that a little mixed up, especially with people who are just jumping in now. Uh, so I'll go down a little, but I'm still going to go seven five. I really like the art. I really like Gabby in this. It's just and you know we're at issue eight. This is kind of the pacing of this book. Not a lot yeah. happens. It, that's no. the problem. Is you, you go. And it through, goes really. Quick. Oh, you, you can read this in three minutes. It seems. So what would you give it? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I think a seven. I'm gonna okay. give it just a flat seven. You know, it's. It's a book I I don't dread reading, and it no. goes so quick, and the art's really great, and you know I, I've come to at least enjoy Gabby's fight moments yeah, and I like things Gabby. like that. She's goofy, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just something I I don't dread when it comes around. It's decent enough, and and you know that's yeah, about it. It yeah. doesn't stick with me though. No, and, and in fact, for. these are my favorite. I'm telling you, it's it's like the Super Sons book over at. DC where I love the characters in it so much that that does take me through and yeah. when not much Gives happens I can still pass. like it enough but yeah I, I need something I just need something new and if there's got to be somebody out there that has something new to do with these characters and it's just now it's just going right back I mean and especially we had a long series all new Wolverine and you're jumping back to uh, you know editor's notes for issue six is when Gabby went to town on Chandler so uh you know you, you have a lot of other things let's expand this let's do more you, you don't have to keep doing the same things so still though two of my favorite characters so i gave it that and it's in fact it's my book of the week uh what is your book of the week uh i think i got got the best score for v- the venom book okay. um the venom unleashed possibly did, it, did i i know uh, i said six five you said seven so i think yeah. you were tight but you can give it to venom you can give it you can give it to venom though but yeah i think i like venom a little better yeah, than that yeah. 23 book if yeah I had to and that's kind of the pick a you tie know, break that's kind of our thing over here at the weekend edition we, we we do these books when they're our favorite Fluff books. It, yeah. When your favorite book is a seven, then that seems like it's not the greatest. But I I don't know. Even even with uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, I I didn't mind that. I, actually, I gave that a seven eight. So me going down on the X twenty three for the podcast, I actually my book of the week is is Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. Actually, so yeah. there, or did I go down on that? I don't even. Know. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I gave I it a seven eight on the sun. To be honest yeah. with you, I, I closed my notes. And I'm not looking at my yeah, scores. I'm looking, so. <laughs> I'm looking, so I'll, I'll give it that. And I, I have faith in Tom Taylor. He he writes yeah. the heck out he of is, characters. He's a good writer. I like yeah, a I lot like of him. his his you know one shots he's done on Batman lately. Yeah. Some of the best Batman in issues. Justice, he, he can do things. So yeah, yeah, really. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So we'll say my is friendly neighborhood Spider Man. 
And the, the only book that was a downer to me was was Miles, and yeah, I, I, I felt that yeah, that was going to be my favorite. The, the clunker of the bunch. Yeah, and I, I think I, I, you know, there. unfortunately for us, I think that Miles is going to be you know regulated to this podcast. I yeah. don't think we're going to talk unless, about unless it on a Wednesday night. Yeah, or in case if there's only three books that come out one week, but we have a bunch of books again next week, so we'll we'll have a bunch next, of things. A lot of number ones too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be having our regular Wednesday uh, show. So if you haven't tuned into that one, that's with me, Brandon and Aaron. And we talk about at least four. I think four is the magic number uh, nice for Wednesday, day. especially because we come home and have to read these uh, right <laughs> away to, to get yeah, to we it. we got about two hours to eat dinner yeah, and get on yeah, the podcast yeah. after reading books. Yeah, so, so uh, you know, we'll be doing that. And then we'll be back again next week. And I, I said to you, this weekend we had you know made plans to make this weekend edition a saturday night deal i don't think it's happening i yeah. i think that it'll always be sunday night if, yeah. and you even said if it comes out saturday sometime that's a bonus a treat. early yeah, treat yeah, yeah. yeah a treat indeed <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll probably be coming out on sunday nights from now on so that's it thank you everybody for listening and we'll be talking to you in a couple of days